welcome to episode 44 of our Psycar podcast series. I'm Abby, and today I'll be discussing ways to support others during the Christmas period. So talking to us today is two of our psychologists here at Veritas. We have Kate and Mitch, and today they'll be highlighting the challenges some people may face during Christmas, some of the signs they might be struggling, and also how to really support them if they are struggling. So let's get started. Kate, why is Christmas a difficult time for some people? Yeah, Christmas can be a really difficult time for a lot of people. You know, I think there's a lot of people who really love Christmas and and really enjoy it, but it also brings up a lot for some people who might be grieving, experiencing loss, because it is, you know, can be so centred around connection and, and family and things like that. So for some people, yeah, especially some people who might have lost a loved one recently, a friend, a family member, it can be um, a difficult time. Split families, so for, for people having to go between families or who may be estranged from family members, it can bring up a lot of negative experiences and emotions. And yeah, there's, uh, there's lots of other reasons like even social pressure. So for some people feeling pressured to enjoy the time where they may not be feeling feeling up to it because of different things going on in their life. For some people, it might be difficult to be out and that pressure of, of eating and drinking and, and socialising in that sense and also the impact that events may have on things like sleep and how that all plays into mental health. So, yeah, definitely anyone experiencing any sort of mental health issues can find Christmas really difficult. Things like finances, so it obviously brings up a lot of financial strain at, at Christmas time from buying gifts to having to take time off work all of those reasons. And then, you know, obviously I've just mentioned a whole breadth of of things that could come up for people this time of year, but also at this time there tends to be less support available. So quite often support services may shut or be not as accessible. People might not be around their friends, friends and and family might be away, so they they don't have their usual personal supports around. So yeah, there's many, many reasons that, that people would find Christmas in particular extremely difficult. Yeah, for sure. There's quite a few challenges, definitely a bit of an up and down period for certain people. So Mitch, what are the signs that someone is having a hard time during this Christmas period? Yeah, so I think there's a couple of main signs that someone can be having a hard time. And I think that during the Christmas period, it's up to people, you know, friends, family, and even colleagues and bosses to be sensitive to these changes and reach out if they see that a person, you know, isn't doing okay. So, you know, this could be things like a sleep or appetite change. So you might notice that someone around you is often feeling quite, you know, tired, irritable, or, you know, has a reduced appetite and is not eating as much as they usually do. And it's usually associated with like a decrease in mood. Also, you know, people may show a decline in personal care. So that might be, you know, forgetting to shave, change clothes and stuff like that. Also, I think it's important to be sensitive to dramatic shifts in mood. So someone might feel low and they might, you know, during the Christmas period might be quite a happy and bubbly person. There's like a dramatic change there and, you know, there's quite a low mood that's showing up there. Also, they might be quite a social withdrawal there. So the person might withdraw from social events or plans that are usually were quite excited to attend. So being, you know, being on the lookout for that. Also, just, you know, a general nervousness. So a fear or suspiciousness of people or even, you know, just odd or uncharacteristic behaviour of that person. I think it's really important that we're all sensitive to this stuff during the Christmas period. Yeah, for sure. So if we have a friend or family member 
and we notice that they're kind of exhibiting some of these signs that Mitch just talked about. Kate, how would you recommend approaching this person? Yeah, so I think as as Mitch said, it's, you know, in this time of year, it's being sensitive and hypervigilant, given that there's, you know, a, an amount of things that, that can come up for people. But at the same time, you can approach it quite similar to, you know, how we, we learn in when celebrating things like Are You OK Day? So, you know, in light of that, it's, you know, focusing on where you at yourself. Are you feeling like you're in a in a good headspace? Are you genuinely willing to to listen and, and be there for that person? And can you give them that time to to be there and, and listen to what's going on? It's preparing for whatever they might say to you. So if they do say, no, I'm not okay, or they bring up something that's been difficult for you, are you ready to hear that and help them there? And being able to understand that you may not be able to fix someone's problems, but you can be there for them in other ways. And are you prepared that they may not be willing to talk to you? So they might not be ready. They might not want to talk about it and, and how you sort of approach that and go from there. And then there's sort of the environmental factors that can be really important. So making sure you, you pick your moment, choosing somewhere quite private and safe and comfortable for that person where they're, they're going to feel like they can talk openly to you and a good time for them. So, you know, not after a big day of work where they might feel exhausted and, and you know, not, not be feeling like talking about it. And have you given enough time to talk properly? So you, you sort of don't want to do it, you know, in passing or rushing them, giving them the time and the space that they need to talk about it. Yeah, definitely. And like more like generally, Mitch, do you have any more general advice to add to Kate's mm -hmm. answer about like how to support someone who's again struggling during this period? Yeah, I mean, I think it's important to just, you know, take the right type of action in this situation. And that might be, you know, just encouraging the person, talking about what they can control in the situation and then just talking about self-care strategies too. So this might just be something like, you know, I'm going to get a cup of coffee. I'm going to go out and have, you know, a lunch or something like that. Do you want to come with me? And just making sure that they're doing those meaningful activities, you know, during the, the Christmas period, you know, even something as simple as just inviting them to the football or something like that. Also, I think it's really important that with our family and friends during this period is to just check in regularly with them, see how they're going. So have they had a couple of, you know, a few good days leading up to Chrissy? Have they had a couple of bad days? Or are they grieving over a loved one, you know, as sort of Kate just mentioned? And then just letting them know that you're there and that you can talk to them about things that are coming up. Yeah. Yeah. And then also if they do choose to open up to you, it's just about being empathetic to their situation and really listening closely and validating, you know, their concerns and, you know, bouncing ideas off them. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's that's a really important thing that, that Mitch said there is, yeah, being able to validate that that experience for them because, yeah, I guess not enjoying Christmas can sometimes feel quite isolating for people because there's so much excitement around and, and you know, mm. seeing so many people so happy, being able to empathise and validate and let them know that it's okay that they're feeling that way is a really important way to approach it. And so Mitch touched on before about how we should check up on them, how it's important to do so. And Kate, how frequently should we really check up on them and like, how can we do this? Yeah. So yeah, as Mitch said before, there's lots of signs that you might recognise their behaviour, their mood. And as far as frequency, if someone has disclosed that there's something that they're distressed about or that they're feeling a certain way, you do want to make sure that you're checking up again and again. And, and if you're that their support person, then identifying what your role as their support person is and how you can support them or where they can get their support. So you can be a friend, but then provide them additional support elsewhere. So 
providing different services, whether it be Lifeline that could be helpful or whether you know that they have some families that are going to be around while you're away for the Christmas period, just some people that they know that are going to be around to support them. And then also if someone hasn't disclosed that there's anything going on, but you have still noticed some of these changes in them, checking up again on them, because as mentioned, when approaching it, they, they may, may not be ready to talk about it and that's okay, but you do want to make sure that you, you're checking up on them again. And, you know, even if things are going well, you can you can always always check in with your friends. And I think it's an important one because Christmas can be such a busy time. And, you know, especially for some people who are enjoying it and going to lots of events and, and things like that. Maybe you're feeling, you know, good and, and solid in your mental health at that point. But just being able to empathise and recognise that it's not like that for everyone and, and prioritise those check-ins is really important. Mm -hmm. And so to finish off... Mitch, what is some advice for someone who is struggling themselves during the period? Yeah, I think it's really important to just reach out to friends and family and, you know, bolster up those support networks around yourself. These people are going to be, you know, your biggest assets during the Christmas period and you're moving forward and they're going to help you through a tough time, you know, and they know your own strengths, they know your own weaknesses and they also know maybe your blind spots that you might not, you know, be aware of. I mean, also, you know, just simple things like ensuring that you're sleeping well, you know, in the modern world, we often are sleeping less to, you know, increase productivity. So whether that's, you know, working overtime um, or staying back late. So, you know, you need to be having a solid seven to eight hours of sleep a night to ensure that we're on the ball the next day and that we're functioning at full capacity. And also, you know, basically on that sort of point there too, just practicing, you know, simple things like mindfulness, whether this is, you know, consulting with a mindfulness or meditation app, such as Headspace, you know, Calm or Insight Time or something like that. Or also, you know, it's important to take the time out of your day to practice that self-care and just check in with your emotions and thoughts and what you're experiencing. And then I think, you know, sort of expanding on what Kate said earlier, if things are getting, you know, very serious and you're finding that there is, you know, you really are struggling during the Christmas period, you know, there's also services out there that you can consult there too, you know, so your company's employee assistance program, which is usually a free service, or even going to your GP and starting a mental health care plan too. So it's important to recognise that there is help out there and that you really should never be struggling alone. Yeah. And so do you guys have any final tips, advice or anything for everyone as they, as the festive season starts up? Yeah, I think just adding on to what Mitch said there about sleep, I think, yeah, that's a, a really important one. And Going back on, you know, when we first started talking about some of the things that do make the Christmas period so difficult, being able to set boundaries, you know, whether it is socially or, or through work, because work can sometimes ramp up as, as everyone's trying to wrap up for the Christmas break and you may be working late or there's, yeah, more more Christmas and festive events happening, recognising where you are at with your mental health and, and what your capacity and your boundaries are, you know, and being able to set boundaries around that. If, if you don't want to go to events or if you want to go to events but you you don't want to be drinking at these events or if you have to say no to staying back late at work and, and things like that that that's okay and, and things are hectic at this time of year and it's not just you it, it's a lot going on yeah definitely and so that's all for our podcast today thanks everyone for listening and tune into our next episode of our psych up series where we'll be focusing on reflecting, rejuvenating and preparing for 2022. Thanks all and thanks Kate and Mitch as well for today. Thank you. No worries.